Today's episode is brought to you by the Spooktrometer. New from Slippy's family of products comes Spooky's Spooktrometer, a spectrograph which detects any drafts, creaky floorboards, uh, twin girls standing in your hallway. Also, it has a black light, so you can also see if your cat went to the bathroom somewhere. This is Content Academy, an educational podcast where we choose a topic and talk about it until there's nothing left to talk about, and then we talk about it a little more, leaving no stone unturned. And remember, no sneezing, and if you cough, cover your mouth. That's right, we're all three feet away from each other. Yeah. Into your elbow, your shoulder. Into your shoe. Yeah. Something, yeah. <laughs> Just cover your, your mouth. Shoe, cough, cough into it. Put it back. Put it back on. But also disinfect it before you put it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Today on the couch, we have Georgia. What's up? Josh. Yo. And myself. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and Zach has actually gone on his mission trip to South Africa this week. So we have Chandler filling in for him because he can move sliders. Uh, yeah, that kind of worked I mean, out really nicely. If he can stop our color printer from working, surely he can move sliders mm-hmm. around. So, so Chandler, if we're getting good levels, can you write in the Paranormicon yes or no? So can you, uh, Georgia, just open the Paranormicon and oh. then see? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I'm getting a yes. Okay, cool. Cool, cool. All right. cool. we're on good. the same page. That's good. Literally. Just to be clear, Chandler is uh, the... He's haunting our studio. Right, if you're just joining us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he's a ghost haunting our studio, and he communicates with us via a spooky notebook. That is not a death note. No, it's not. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. <laughs> um, so this episode marks part one of our series on the paranormal, thanks to our new ghost friend, uh and his spooky notebook today we're going to be talking about cryptozoology a pseudoscience that aims to prove the existence of entities from folklore or cryptids (laughs) it's a science (laughs) thank you okay now to give an example that everybody knows bigfoot has been the subject of cryptozoological study for decades Mm -hmm. now kind of like you said georgia well cryptozoology is considered a pseudoscience I want to run down a list of cryptids that have been proven to exist because if you really reach for it, legitimacy is there. Well, the the whole thing about cryptozoology is like trying to find answers to burning questions. Mm -hmm. Like, that's science. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's science. It's not pseudoscience. And it's the scientific method, too. And they're using, yeah. No, not to say there aren't some hacks and phonies out there. That's true, yeah. There are some real scientists who are putting their heart and soul into this, like, legit. Yeah, that's true. So. Gotta now, give them credit. Yeah, yeah. Now to give a few here, kangaroos were or- originally considered cryptids. I mean, they should still be one. Yeah. <laughs> Have yeah. you seen one? Yeah. Pretty much all Australian mammals yeah. sound like a cryptid. If you've never seen one, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, because I mean, across yeah. the board, they all carry young in a pouch. There you go. Yeah. Who yeah. does that? <laughs> some of like some of them are poisonous too. Like most of them. Mm-hmm. Most of them. Yeah. Are venomous. Yeah. Uh, in the, in the 1770s, early explorers of Australia described creatures like deer that stood upright and hopped <laughs> like frogs. Having two heads, this would, of course, turn out to be kangaroos, oh, yeah. which carry 
bury their oh. young in a pouch. Oh, and that's the second head. Part. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Like, also, Josh, you mentioned this. The platypus was originally met with skepticism. Even prominent <laughs> scholars examining corpses thought that they were sewn together from different animals. Oh, wow. Yeah, and just sewn together very well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, that's what it looks like. I mean, you take it's parts from different... Yeah. Uh, tail of a beaver. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And then you have a couple random things. I mean, they sweat milk, yeah. and they're also poisonous. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, and most recently, the giant squid was officially discovered mm-hmm. in 2004 right. after, I mean, centuries of stories and reported mm-hmm. sightings. So That's keeping, awesome. yeah, keeping with that theme, we're going to start today with a segment called Cryptid or Crapted. <laughs> Tell me if you think the following bizarre beasts are real, possibly fake animals, or just completely made up. Or crafted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, round one. Uh, each round will have two. Cryptozoology. Exactly. I just want to say it. <laughs> round one. Lizard man said to inhabit the swampland of Lee County, South Carolina. At one point in time, reptiles ruled the earth, so it is not out of the realm of possibility that they could continue to evolve in small numbers unseen by mankind. Makes sense to me. <clears throat> okay. So, like, true or false, yes, Lizard Man does exist. I'll give you two. Each round, I'll give you two, and then tell me which one is a real cryptid or which one I made up. Like, a real legend, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Or which one I personally made up. So, Lizard Man, option one. Option one. Option two. Hongo Pongo, terrorizing the town of Red Lake Falls, Minnesota. Hongo Pongo is a terrifying eight-foot-tall ape-like creature that... Like a kangaroo, can only move by hopping around. If you catch yourself in the wrong neighborhood in northern Minnesota and hear the bone-chilling thump, thump, thump of Hongo Pongo coming Oh, man. <laughs> well, just from your laughter, I'm going to have to Hold go. on, hold on. You should take off your socks and put them on your ears because also this is the only way to scare off Hongo Pongo. Every year, man, this just keeps going. On the night of April 17th, yeah, that's coming up. The children of Red Lake Falls leave out bags of termite larvae so that Hongo Pongo can have a snack to eat on his birthday. They know of, his birthday? This is kind of twisted Do they know Hongo Pongo's like social security number? It's, I mean, it's a legend, so I don't okay. know why they get that stuff. Okay, well... I, I want Hongo Pongo to be real, so I'm going to guess that one. Lizard man. Hongo Pongo is not real. Dang it. Georgia, you were right. Round two. Skunk ape possibly a Bigfoot, this mean-smelling monkey is said to live in the Florida Everglades. The city of Ochopee, Florida has an official skunk ape headquarters. Option two, shrunk ape. This terrifying creature evades capture by shrinking in size, reportedly to just a few inches. There's no official shrunk ape headquarters. So wait, he just shrinks like a couple inches? (laughs) No, he shrinks to a few inches. Oh, okay. okay. That's like, so he loses it. He completely okay. disappears. I have a question. What's up? Can Shrunk Ape go quantum? Shrunk Ape can go quantum. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, I'm going to go with Skunk Ape because I do know that one. I'm going to go with Shrunk Ape. <laughs> Once again, George is correct. Dang it. Shrunk Ape isn't real, which is actually kind of reassuring. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Be scary. Yeah. He could be anywhere. Yeah, okay. Round three. East African were hyena. Said to have the ability to transform from a man into a hyena. Hmm. Or Uncle Randy at Thanksgiving 
said to have the ability to transform from an uncle into a gravy crazed mashed potato eating gorilla like creature. Now I know that's real. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of stumped on I'm, one. I'm scared of becoming Uncle Randy. <laughs> so it's actually kind of a trick question because both of those are actually real. Oh, they are. Both yeah. Real. Oh. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. So um, one for three. Well, Georgia Georgia won that one. There were yeah. only three rounds. Okay. So, um, all right. Before we dive into the Paranormicon today and hear from our. Um, spirit world correspondent chandler <laughs> slash intern yeah. yeah he's also our intern this week <laughs> no, i don't um, think he, he might not like me calling him that he yeah, does have he's radio fine experience. yeah he can't do much right now anyway but any anyway i've kind he's of gonna remember that <laughs> watch your words as long as the paranormal con is closed his options are limited, that's true yeah for now at least yeah but uh speaking of that i've kind of written down what i understand to be the rules of how of how the notebook works oh okay oh, yeah. to rule one yeah rule one each week, writing will appear on a new page of the Paranormicon from a ghost named Chandler. Pretty self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. Rule two, each week that an entry is read, Chandler will grow in power. Okay. Rule number three, if an entry isn't read on air each week, Chandler will unleash a consequence relative to the scope of his power that week. God forbid that happens. Okay, yeah. Rule four. This is the final one for now. Writing somebody's name in the Paranormicon may cause them to cough a few times. And that one That one kind it. of, yeah, that's like kind of unconfirmed. No, because remember I wrote down Zach's name and he was coughing. That's true, but that was just one one case. We didn't okay. do kind of a whole study. We have to replicate, yeah. yeah. We're all about the scientific results. method the here ends, on right. The end size of that no study was way too small. This yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. That's right. All right, so... We're just going to get right into it. Uh, we're just diving in head first because I'm very curious what secrets the Paranormicon will hold for us this week. So, mm-hmm. Georgia, do you Sweet. want to be the one who reads Ooh, page two? Okay. All right. Here we go. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. The wind is picking up. Papers are flying everywhere in this That also, that's not a rule, but yeah. It's not really, it's just the sound, really. It's just a feature. There's no actual wind. It's kind of just the sound of it. It's a little spooky. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it's a little spooky it's unsettling. the first few times. It's unsettling. Yeah. yeah. Not gonna lie. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> <clears throat> Quick note. He's writing... I feel like listeners should know. He wrote this in papyrus. Ooh. Oh. So... Chandler, come on. I <laughs> guess. I mean, I guess when he was alive, that was still kind of cool. Probably, yeah. <laughs> it's just, he's just, you know, a child of his it's time. A little, it's just true. a little played out now. <laughs> yeah. But... No, it no reached fault peak at no, uh, no fault of the his. subtitles of Avatar. Yeah, there you yeah, go. So, yeah, so what you do. All right. Paranormal page two. Hello, Content Academy. It's me again, Chandler. Just wanted to tell you that I wasn't very impressed about last week's episode. Not just your reading from this notebook, but also the episode as a whole. What? Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, it's clear to me that you have a lot of work to do before you become one of the greats, dominating the airwaves as I did in the early 2000s. Because you skipped over important details about myself last week, I'll reiterate. I used to be a radio host in this very studio before falling victim to a plot by one plastic and conniving personality competing with me for the hosting position of the internationally syndicated independent song countdown radio program American Top 40. <laughs> a long sentence. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Somebody throwing shade. <laughs> yeah. 
I think we all know who well, he's talking plastic about. Plastic and conniving? Yeah, a little drama, huh? Plastic mm-hmm. and conniving. Plastic and conniving. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'll just think about that one. I think we know who it is. Okay. <laughs> this isn't the kind of thing you read about in the tabloids, though, and it is among the many conspiracies and unsolved mysteries that I look forward to helping expose to the world on our show. Our show? Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> uh, make himself a He's head. just an intern. <laughs> <laughs> Surely on episode six... Your show will have a few thousand listeners, right? Yeah. Mm, I haven't crunched those numbers, but yeah. It's somewhere in the, It's it, ballpark. Yeah, ballpark. Uh, this week, I'll talk a little bit about my career path in the great beyond. Okay. Kind of where I see myself in five to ten millennia. <laughs> this near will, future. Yeah, the near future. This will be kind of a little bit of a background for you who aren't familiar with the spirit world. So, okay. Um, I need all the help I can get. Honestly, okay, yeah. kind of the next page. Oh, wow. Uh, so, th- there's kind of a whole skill tree, actually, okay. going on. <laughs> this is pretty in-depth. All right. Um, Walk us through so that, Georgia. So, he kind of has this first one circled, um, office supplies, ghost. So, that kind of explains his current level. So, that's of, where he is now. Okay. Yeah, so moving the sliders, okay. he's, yeah. he can malfunction the printer yeah. and the copier and stuff stuff of that nature. So, it uh, looks like up from that is ectoplasm. Okay. So, manifestations of uh, slime. Uh-huh. So, that might get kind of annoying. Yeah, we'll have to ectoplasm train him. Yeah, ectoplasm. Change his newspapers. Um, there kind is of kind of yeah. a splinter off of that. You can become a slimer. Okay. I guess maybe if you're just like totally fulfilled with your active yeah. you can just Seems kind of specialize in power slime. set wise. Yeah. Is it one of those things where like, yeah, it's an it's an early game skill, but you can max it out and it's still oh, it's like secretly game. the best one yeah. or something. Like yeah. if you have a really good slimer on your team, <laughs> right. like indispensable. Yeah, or I yeah. can see that. It's like that. if you don't evolve Pikachu into Raichu, he learns moves sooner. Voltan, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, Chandler. Yeah. I know you're listening in there. You, might, sh- you might want well, like might be something to consider. It's kind that? of about where the meta is yeah, right true. now. So, I think, but like <laughs> these are all his options. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, keep going. Okay. So, um, if you don't go into Slimer, um, you can go into Junior Poltergeist. Okay. So Poltergeist being able to um, like move objects okay. and create loud sounds. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, stuff okay. like that. So Junior Poltergeist, you can't live to anything larger than a bread box. Okay. Odd definition, right. but you think What is a dated. bread box? <laughs> yeah. See, I don't even know. All okay. so, it's, kind of it's a little dated. Yeah. <laughs> you, do, you do really get a sense of how big it is, though. I mean, Well, I'm bread. thinking bread. A so box that you put bread in. Okay, yeah, sure. bread box. Um, and then from that, you can go to Shift Leader Poltergeist. Um, advanced. So you have to do closing. First, yeah, basically. yeah, essentially. Um, advanced Poltergeist. Uh-huh. So you can you can do morning shifts if you want. Yeah. Because, you know. Okay. Um, there's also opportunity for travel. <laughs> so that's kind of cool. Um, senior Advanced Poltergeist. Okay. Okay, so Get now you have some. Uh, you can have like poltergeists working for you. Okay, yeah. So that's kind of neat. So you can yeah. kind of maximize your poltergeisting. <laughs> Do yeah. they pay for your school if you want to get a r- related degree or something? Um, I'll write that I mean, down probably. and so yeah. we can see if he answers. Yeah, Because yeah. that would be kind of kind of neat. Yeah. I don't know what kind of universities they offer in the spirit world, but could be <laughs> probably have Chandler like, could be. You know, worth looking into. They might have like four hundred one k matching. Maybe they could. You know, could yeah. be. Could be. Yeah. Maybe. Um. Okay, so that's that's kind of like that's 
maxed uh, out skill uh -huh. tree, but then you can branch off from that. It kind of goes down, but it looks like from here you can go further than okay. Poltergeist. So you can go kind of back down to entry level Phantasm. Okay. So this is where you can start messing with like apparitions. Yeah. So even oh. senior advanced Poltergeist, you can't. Can't appear. see them. You can't like yeah, appear in a mirror you if you say appear. something. Right. So yeah. if you want those skills, you have to kind of go back down to entry level. Yeah. You know. I see. Entry level position, but yeah. they still want exactly. you to have three years, three millennia experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> typical. Yeah. That's very typical. Yeah. Um. So typical. entry level phantasm, uh, key holder phantasm, um, and then from there you can go to phantom department head. Okay. So that seems pretty cool. Uh -huh. Um, and then like that, there's you have a lot of experience points you have to fill yeah. to get to the next level. But after that is Eldritch Phantom. Wow. Okay. So he has that like with a bunch of stars around it. Oh. Okay. Like that's what he's <laughs> so that, for. Does that mean you can like eat a planet? Because I think that's what. I that think that means. means like you get your own cult. Oh, okay. like, at the bare minimum yeah like we're talking eldritch horrors so yeah we could, so and from here and this kind of goes into the next page uh -huh. too um if you have eldritch phantom under your belt you can even branch off from there like the first branch uh, you could do clown oh okay all right so spooky again highly spooky. specialized yeah. it's kind of a dead end yeah. but it's like yeah you can really class. only do like one thing yeah but that's one of those things where if you've got a good clown on your team. You want you a know, clown. Exactly. It's, it's like for min-maxing. Yeah. It takes so <laughs> yeah. long to get to clown, yeah. but yeah. it's kind of, you know, yeah. you're going to... There are a few things where you, you need a clown, clown to do that. Yeah, <laughs> you just need a clown. Yeah. Um, you can do Phantom of an Opera. Okay. Um, which also further branches out into, like, Phantom of a Musical. You can, oh, like, okay. haunt a theater. It doesn't sort of have to be an opera. Okay. Um, or a Scottish play. Okay. Most... I, it looks like most phantoms pick Macbeth, but it's that makes sense. Scottish makes sense. Scottish yeah, but I think Macbeth is just easier to get into. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, oh, it's wow. very in depth. Cool. Yeah. So we can kind of see he's aiming for the Eldritch Phantasm or whatever. Mm. Oh wow! Hope that doesn't happen, man. Probably. Well, I can only imagine if we don't read from the Paranormal the day he becomes Eldritch Phantom. That'll be yeah. bad. That'll yeah. be bad. That could have world-ending consequences. But yeah. we'll be buddies by then. So, so, so right now, are we moving him up to level two right now? Yes, yeah, so I so think he's at we level should two. be oh, you moving know what? into ectoplasm. I, I think actually under the table I can kind of oh. see some. Oh. Okay. Zach? Yeah. Oh, Zach's not here. Well, okay, we'll get. We'll draw later. straws for who has to clean up the ecto. Later. <laughs> it looks, yeah. yeah we could probably know. just leave it for Zach. It'll be fine. Yeah, he'll yeah. be back. Soon I have so anyway, many of so. the sticky, sticky floor signs. Um, so <laughs> yeah, be yeah, nice. just pull one of those good. out. So now, perfect. Does that work with ectoplasm though? Because I'm, I'm trying to remember the ad. Uh, probably, I, I think it probably, it's sticky. Yeah. I'm not gonna touch it, but I'm gonna assume yeah. it's sticky. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it, and it's kind of like green and glowing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Definitely some kind of sign. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and it looks like there's a bug that's crawling nearby it. Oh, what is it? Oh, that didn't work He's out actually, that well for the bug. Okay, so he actually grew mm. four times in size. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we basically have a new dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's that's just hideous. close the Paranormicon. Okay, sounds good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
great. Maybe you could use the Paranormicon looks pretty hefty. You can maybe use that. Oh, but you know he's I fine. Feel bad He'll now. be fine. He okay. has an exoskeleton anyway. I think he, he's too big to fly now. <laughs> Kind of one of yeah. those, like, bee conundrums. Yeah. yeah. But too he's big le- to fly. he's legit too big to fly, yeah. so. Huh. He'll be fine. <laughs> you think he likes playing fetch? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. He's not anyway. a fly anymore, he's a walk. <laughs> Your boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all that being said, next up we're gonna kind of bring, this is kind of gonna be a gonna be a throwback with a little bit of a twist, similar to our Olympic mascot discussion, mm-hmm. where uh, we've each chosen a cryptid, and we're gonna talk about if they kind of battled each other, mm-hmm. who would win? So, Georgia, who did you, what did you choose? I have been this? prepping for this all week. Let me find my notes. Mm-hmm. All right, my cryptid is the Groot Slang. Okay. So, Sounds cool. Any of you ever heard of the Groot Slang? No. He is Groot Slang. He is Groot Slang. <laughs> so, um, Groot Slang is a magical beast that originated from the continent of Africa, specifically South Africa. Oh. Um, so that's kind of in... So Zach's kind of in oh. Groot Slang's backyard right now. And it's one of those Mormon um, mission trips, so we can't contact him. Yeah, that's true. Well, he'll probably be fine. What I mean, what could his powers be? Just go on. Just go on. It's, it's probably fun. one of those, like, kind of not very powerful, but just yeah. really weird. Yeah, okay. Anyway, well, okay. Yeah, let's just... Well, <laughs> well keep, keep Zach in your prayers, guys. Okay, all right. This okay. is going to get okay. real right. messy real quick. Okay. Uh, so, and this is an legend. actual legend, right? This is an actual, okay. legit legend, um, and then possible real cryptid. Okay, okay. got it. Sightings have been had. Okay. Oh, uh-huh. uh, legend has it that these creatures were made by the African immortals, which okay. is their gods. Right. Uh, but were considered abominations. Okay. Um, the Groot Slang looks kind of like a combination between an elephant and a snake. So, okay. if you can imagine what that looks like. Now, hold on. Now it's a little hard. Right, but I'm very still kind different of doing creatures. It. Very different creatures, but yeah, body of a okay. snake. The head kind of looks like an elephant. Okay. Um, and then the end of its tail also has like a not alive, but it looks like a snake head. Oh. And then some, some versions have it also having two front elephant legs. Oh. But most of the time, it's just like a huge <laughs> snake with an elephant head. So he just kind of drags himself along. Sounds can terrifying, he fly? right? Well. He could. <laughs> okay, keep going. But I'll, I'll keep going. He does use um, his ears so to fly. Okay. There's, well, he's terrifying. Yeah. Let me tell you that. Yeah. You're getting getting ahead of myself. Mm-hmm. But uh, they're considered an abomination. So right. Groot Slang, the Groot, they were a couple of them were made. They were split into their equal parts. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how we got snakes and elephants. But the one oh. OG Groot Slang. Oh. You know, I always wondered how we got elephants. Yeah. From snakes. Okay. And makes snakes sense. Are from elephants. Makes sense. So, um, but the one OG Groot Slang escaped, and from that Groot Slang came all the other Groot Slangs. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So Groot Slangs... Um, Do they re- guess, reproduce asexually? That's then? what I was going to say. Yeah, that, or like can breed with elephants or breed with oh, snakes, maybe. Oh, probably. Either way. Sure. They're in the same way. egg group. Yeah, probably. Yeah, so, uh, mistake of the gods. God's mistake. Uh, they look like no, elephants. that just snake. sounds cool. Right? <laughs> Groot Slang, that's God's pretty, mistake. That's pretty metal. Yeah. Um, 
they have kind of scaly skin. They have um, ears that are a combination of elephant ears and a cobra hood, uh -huh. okay. which is kind of cool. Mm. Their tusks are venomous. They have a forked tongue. Wow. Um, basically, the cryptid to end all cryptids. Yeah, and then, like, the non-living snake head shaped end of the tail. So that's yeah. kind of cool. They have, their their behaviors are a combination of elephant and snake. Okay. So some people think they live in matriarchal societies. And the males go off on their I own. I have a question. I have a they question as eggs. well, but you go first, Alex. Now, this might be the same question. Are they weak to mice? I, yes, it is the same <laughs> question. Ooh, uh, well, is there a mouse cryptid that <laughs> is its mortal enemy? And usually, uh... <laughs> Groot's link doesn't really have any weaknesses oh, that I can obviously. find. Obviously, huh. um, yeah. that was another aspect of the gods' mistake was not getting. They accidentally made something that was more yeah. powerful yeah. than that, which is <laughs> yeah. it kind of goes back to that like, can God make a rock that He can't yeah. lift? Can yeah. the gods Only make um, it's a mistake? The immortals <laughs> made a creature they cannot best. Yeah, a, a Groot's link yeah. so disgusting um, that they cannot they, handle it. Yeah, essentially, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Grootslang can talk to snakes and elephants. <laughs> okay. So parcel tongue and trunkle tongue. <laughs> which you laugh, but a series. Yeah, okay, you're right. Um, yeah. The attacks include trunk slam, um, okay. bite, uh -huh. uh, harden. Okay. Um, and then, <laughs> like, don't you no, hate it okay, when... What? Don't you hate it when the, yeah. your opponent just keeps doing Harden? Honestly, yeah. Like, that The defense sucks. just keeps going up. Yes. Can yeah. it, yes. bide also? <laughs> yes. That move sucks. Yes. And then, so, like, you know, he could do Harden for, like, like Three 10 turns. turns. Yeah, yeah. And then And then do, just use Rest and get all his HP back. Yeah. And then do his legendary attack, Immortal's Justice. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Which I don't even know what okay. that... Yeah. I don't want to know what yeah, that what is. Yeah, what could that possibly... But well, he well, probably justice is good. He prob yeah. So it's probably it probably like heals you, right? It's probably good. He probably justice. unleashes he is, the wrath of the gods smiting. that mistakenly created him. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Sm he will smite. Yeah. Whatever is on the other end. But like Josh said, you can probably teach him rest mm -hmm. somehow. Mm -hmm. Maybe if you have him at like a low level, you. You can teach him rest if you make him forget one of his moves does or something. He, does he well, learn okay, earthquake? Okay, here's, here's another thing. Um, he also has enhanced memory. Okay. Um, <laughs> even after, like, minuscule degrees of experience. Really? So, like, it's so a he can, thing. Okay. Enhanced smell. He okay. can detect beasts, like, from far away. Um, okay. Enhanced stealth. You would not stealth? think something that He's big. an elephant. Serious. That's enhanced the snake stealth, part I get. I yeah. Enhanced strength. Uh -huh. on the tusks and the trunk and then they can seismic sense they know when there's an earthquake going on oh, like wow. constriction is uh -huh. in there too yeah um like lung capacity Seems is like huge. kind of a mary sue cryptid <laughs> i mean honestly guys i have stumbled across the mother load with Groot Slang, and <laughs> okay. i will stand by Groot Slang until he I sounds die. pretty you, good you stand Groot Slang. he sounds pretty i am good. team Groot Slang. yeah we stand a slang anything else yeah, we you want to stand wanna, like, a Groot Slang. can you do anything else or do you pretty much have it i mean what else do you want <laughs> you name it he can do it uh, essentially yeah. like okay, let's josh let's move on to yours Okay, wow. Um, well, not sure I can really compete with that, but mine, my cryptid is the Mongolian death worm. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. And this Cute. is a worm that lives. <laughs> thank you. This is a worm that lives in the Gobi Desert. 
Okay. Uh, now, there have been several investigations into the Mongolian death worm, but no confirmed sightings. Okay. Um, although the locals so firmly believe that it exists. Okay. And they describe it in very specific details. Okay. Uh, it is. It can grow to up to two feet long. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Shocking, I know. Up to. <laughs> up to two feet. Yes, that twenty-four was... inches, American. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it is a uh, pretty basic-looking red worm. It lives underground for uh, ten months of the year, hibernating until the months of June and July. Okay. Now, touching any part of the Mongolian death worm leads to indescribable pain and instant death. Okay, that's oh. pretty good. You know, I was almost thinking he was kind of jigglypuff-like until you mentioned <laughs> Yeah. Like, what? kind of, kind yeah. of innocuous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, just, uh, you know, he's just there. No, he's definitely he's deadly. Definitely deadly. Okay. He, he, some, there are some reports that, in addition to causing death from touching him, he can also spit instant death venom oh, or okay. use electric shocks okay. to kill. Now, how many does he have to like charge up his his venom attack? I think he does have to charge up for ten months. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Then he that's can do one, he's, yeah, or that's why yeah. he's he can do one, or he can well, do it for two months. I mean, touching him is death. Okay. Maybe maybe he can only do a couple of like if the he has to spitting attack. Yeah. yeah. Huh. He also moves underground and causes uh, ripples in the sand. Okay. When he's moving underground. Huh. Oh, so kind of like like what's that movie? Like a yeah, like the dune yeah. worms. Yeah. Huh. But yeah. but two feet long. But two feet long. Right. Yeah. yeah. He'd probably get along with our little fly friend. Probably. Honestly. Yeah. Um, you should get one. Well, I again no <laughs> confirmed sightings. Uh-huh. Oh, and the instant yeah. death part. And instant yeah. death. Can you um hand me the mm. Necronomicon really fast? Because I have a little bit of an advanced strategy that I'm working on. What did I say? Necronomicon. Oh, oh it's para. It's para. You don't yeah. want the Necronomicon? No, the oh, para okay. one. Give me the para one. Okay, here's the para one. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> I almost grabbed the wrong book. Yeah. That would have been that bad. That would have been bad. Embarrassing. Yeah. I've never opened that one, and I don't want we'll to. We'll save that it. one. Yeah. yeah. We'll save it. Yeah. Where was the page about the uh, the different levels? Oh, that Chandler wrote? Yeah. Oh, right there? Okay. Now, I have a little bit of an advanced strat about the Mongolian death room here. Okay. That I think uh, he could stand a chance against um, Groot. Grootsling? Grootsling. Okay. So I'm, all, I'm get, all ears. If you get to the... <laughs> so is Grootsling. I need everything If that... you get the level two... <laughs> so uh, if you get the level two ectoplasm unlock... Okay. Since it's radioactive, it changes... Um, it changes creatures in size oh and so if you have the ectoplasm attack then you can maybe level up the, the uh death worm so, so that it then he could be like six feet long <laughs> i mean it might make it a Ooh, little better that's the size of groot slang's trunk Every... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. guys, it helps i guess he's huh. god's mistake but in a good way i don't know i was trying to i was trying in a to deadly help way. Yeah, I don't know. It I might make it a little it. bit better. No, yeah. I, I def, ectoplasm I think definitely would help, and he could like if he has ectoplasm in his little underground den, then he could like charge himself in it for the ten months. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
okay. until June okay. or July. I forgot to mention that Groot Slang also guides, uh, he guards a cavern full of um, ge- diamonds and gems. And some people say that his eyes look like diamonds really? and gems and stuff. And the, the cave is called the uh, Wonder Hole. Now, are you just adding not, this? No, I'm not okay. making this the up. The Wonder Hole. Okay. Yeah. So what else can the Mongolian do? Or the cavern. Okay. Just or the of, cavern. Yeah. Yeah. There's okay. just one. That's kind of what You kind of know what it is. Yeah. I'm almost picturing it like in Aladdin. The cave yeah, of cave wonders. of wonders. Yeah. 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 But the inside of a tiger, the head kind of looks like Groot Slang head. That's pretty cool. So an elephant. But no, guys, listeners, look up Groot Slang. Mm-hmm. Not making this up. This Legendary Abomination of the Gods. Okay. Okay, continue. Mongolian death worm. That's pretty much all I got that's for a death it. worm. Instant death touch. Yep. <clears throat> all right. So I'll to go be ahead fair, that's that's pretty lethal. I'll go ahead and talk lethal. a little bit about mine. Um, mine is Dino Rex. He's kind of a mixture of a dinosaur and a dragon, and he has the powers of both. He has wings that can shoot out spikes, and also has a tail that's an axe, and it has the sharpness now, of a thousand on. swords. Cotton picking second. <laughs> What? This is just the same as Dinogon slash Dinotar. Now, uh, I can see how that would be confusing because Dinorex is high speak for both Dinotar and Dinogon. <laughs> so anyway, uh, he has wings that can shoot out spikes and also has a tail that's an axe and it has the sharpness of a thousand swords. He isn't weak to anything because he can block attacks with his wings and he can also transform into his metaform, where he, which I know you're familiar with, Josh. Oh, all too familiar with... <laughs> Meta Dino God. <laughs> he bested Topaka a few weeks ago. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so so that's mine. So so I gotta ask. He's also um, gods also made him, but it was it was actually they were actually really happy with it. <laughs> oh, so Groot- <laughs> it was on purpose. Oh, well, I was gonna yeah. ask: Are Groot Slang and Dino Rex uh-huh. friends? How but- dare you say Dino Rex? That's high speak. Fine. You can call him Dino God. Dino. <laughs> I was gonna ask, are they friends? Because if they're not friends, then then surely they are mortal enemies. I think it's kind of a Peter Parker and Harry Osborn situation. They're friends. Oh. Uh, yeah, but maybe once. Maybe they're like, uh, what's it called? Like a standstill. Like they're, they're kind they're of kind yeah. Of at an impasse. Yeah. Yeah, like, they have equal power levels, or, except if Dinogon's trying. Actually, you know what's probably gonna happen <laughs> is once Chrono Apocalypse comes to a head, uh-huh. like they have to battle it out. It's kind of like how like Ragnarok is just gonna be like fighting nonstop. Oh yeah, you know? it's yeah. just like a never-ending yeah. battle between Groot Slang and Dinogon. Okay, now what if um, what if Mongolian Deathworm uh, absorbs all of the power of the coronavirus? And then that, along with the ectoplasm upgrade, powers him up to an extent where he can stand toe-to-toe with both Dinogon and hmm. uh, Groot Slang. So we've got A two versus one battle? here. No, Dinogon and Groot Slang are on the same team. Oh, they Against powered-up um, Metacorona uh, Mongolian Death War. I think... I think Mongolian Deathworm would win as long as the fight is taking place in during in June or July. Because <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, he will be yeah. hibernating. That's right. Even with the pandemic upgrade, but yeah, you know, still has to hibernate. Groot mm-hmm. can detect seismic waves, so he'd be able to see that coming from a mile That's away. That's true. I forgot about that. So yeah, and also, also, what Groot could do is communicate with all the elephants and snakes in the world mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then create an army of elephants and snakes. <laughs> 
And then they could find Mongolian Deathworm's hideout. And along with um, if Dinogon changes into Meta Dinogon, then, I mean, they could just destroy it before he even wakes up. Guys, the African gods are so (laughs) embarrassed about this. Yeah. They don't want anybody else to know about Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, that's why this is... He is God's mistake. That's all I yeah. want to emphasize. Well, they don't control him anymore. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So they're really embarrassed. Maybe guys. through this battle, Groot Slang would kind of earn their respect. No, he doesn't need no? that. He'll, oh, he doesn't okay. need their respect. I think it was like at one point he was like, I want their respect. Mm-hmm. I'm not their mistake. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but, but now, yeah, but he, now he, after, his character like, arc. After lots care. of therapy, he His character arc is like, he doesn't need them. Exactly. He doesn't need their respect. So... Okay, well, so there's your answer about who would win. Good thing. Um, well, I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, everybody. Well, um, the real loser would be the Mongolian it's, death. It's worm. kind of like aliens versus predator. Whoever wins, we lose. That's true. Oh, yeah. yeah. But also, um, what if uh, Mongolian deathworm is like a friend to all the people of Earth? So he's like defending like the Godzilla. People. Yeah, <laughs> you know I was picking up Godzilla vibes. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. A little bit. He hibernates as long as he can do that thing where he leans back on his tail and can like. Dude, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay, well that's so that's it for this round of mascot battle. Um, I do want to real quick mention that um, Chandler wrote down another sentence in the Paranormicon, and oh, okay. it says, uh, "Content Academy." One last thing. Hongo Pongo is real. Dun dun dun! <laughs> what? So. <laughs> I, so I was how, right. How would he know that? How would he know that? Well, so George, I'm gonna go ahead and take away your point from that first. Thank you. <laughs> Give it to Josh. Yoink. <laughs> Just gonna take that. Um, yeah. Uh, so anyway, now uh, we. <laughs> We've got a lot more content academy coming up, and we're going to go to an ad here pretty soon. But first, we need to put on our thinking caps and grab a magnifying glass, because we've got a mystery on our hands. I think the fly needs to go out to go potty. Okay, do, we can let him out after okay. the ad, oh. during the ad. Okay, yeah. he's, looking, he's looking at me, and yeah. I, I'm just yeah. trying to figure out what he wants. Here, give me that uh, pen. Oh, okay. Here, boy. Oh, he lost it. <laughs> Look at him scurrying around with his six legs. Oh, goodness. Anyway, <clears throat> where was I? First, we need to put on our thinking caps and grab a magnifying glass because we've got a mystery on our hands. <laughs> where is the mystery, you ask? Well, it's very simple. Where else than Puzzle Alley? Now, hold on, because I need to trigger the sound. Uh, here we go. <laughs> Chandler's still kind of getting used to the controls. Yeah, exactly. When I hear that music, I'm picturing, like, me and Georgia wearing trench coats mm-hmm, and fedoras, yeah. and we're both peeking around the corner. <laughs> yeah, of the yeah. I'm glad you're exactly. also picturing that. Yeah. It's Puzzle Alley. Yeah. Okay. One of us is holding a magnifying glass over one eye. <clears throat> exactly. And you both have your thinking caps on. Mm-hmm. Georgia's got a huge tobacco pipe. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Right now. Today's puzzle alley. Out, <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Today's puzzle alley is called Family Fun. Oh, nice. <laughs> Great. 
Because of the COVID-19 pandemic, you're playing it safe and practicing social distancing. School has been canceled for the rest of the year anyway, and after recently becoming a freelance transcriptionist, you're used to working from home. As soon as you're completely prepared and ready to fire up that Final Fantasy VII remake that just came out, <laughs> you hear a knock on your door. You grab your Nerf and Strike blaster just in case a mad-eyed Mormon decides to jump for your ramen stash. Oh, no. <laughs> but you open the door to see none other than Haruki. Haruki! Hi. The leader of the IOC's COVID-19 task force. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you no remember from two weeks ago. This is going ago. so terribly. <laughs> Now, he was just the leader of the task force for the IOC, not worldwide. Yeah, yeah so it's gotten worse now. Yeah, well, it's probably related. Yeah. He's holding a sleeping bag under his arm, and he keeps looking over his shoulder nervously. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. In perfect English, he asks you if he can crash at your place for a few days while this whole thing blows over. You question why he traveled from Japan and also brought only a sleeping bag. <laughs> But because he's your friend and has helped you out in tough situations before, you let him stay. He asks if you're sure, and you say, of course. You fondly recall the good old days. You two sorting out metal mishaps and plumbing. Washing dishes. Yeah. Inoculating <laughs> athletes. Yeah. Yeah. Daijobu daiyo, Haruki yells behind him. And a flurry of his family members run through your front door. No. Before no. you say anything, Haruki's family has completely taken over your house. No. As they trample past you, Haruki tells you that he has somewhere around 100 family members, but he doesn't know for sure. <laughs> when he counted them four at a time, there were three left over. And when he counted them five at a time, there were four left over. How many family members does Haruki have? Uh, four at a time, there are how many? Haruki tells you he has somewhere around 100 family members, but mm -hmm. he doesn't know for sure. When he counted them four at a time, there were three left over. And when he, when he counted them five at a time, there were four left over. How many family members does he have? Hmm. So around 100? It's around 100. Well, it's not going to be a multiple of four or five. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> hmm so if you did like uh four there were three left over mm -hmm. um hmm. what's 26 times four that's 104 mm-hmm Uh, so if he had, if he had 107, it would be. So he could count them by fours, uh, 20 times, right? No, that or would be no. like 25 times or around 25 times. Right, 20, so, um... So, like, if he had 103 family members... Mm -hmm. That would work. But that wouldn't work with five. Because he could get to 100 <clears throat> by counting by fives as well. 
Right, so what if it's like... Uh, does he have like 93 family members or something? It's not that far away from 100. Okay. Although you're fairly close. What if it's 99? So he would have 96 from counting by fours. Mm -hmm. And then three, three remaining. And then 95. Yeah, it was 99. 99? Yeah. Good job, you got yeah. it. Hey, hey we got it. Good job, guys. Now get out of here, Haruki. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, 99 little <laughs> That was a good quiet. That was a good uh, puzzle alley. Nice. Oh, yeah, so we're going to go to an ad, and then when we come back, we'll have more Content Academy. This episode is brought to you by Ghost Hunter Babies. Join Brayden, Caden, and Aiden on their search for the paranormal. This week, the gang investigates Caden's grandma's unfinished basement. <gasps> I'm sensing a crossover episode. <laughs> Property babies. Finish in the basement. Uh, catch hu Ghost Hunter Babies at 6 p.m. on Cubo and Sci-Fi Junior. Okay, cool. Now, that's kind of, well, the basement, I mean, there's got to be a monster down there, right? Yeah, like a furnace. Yeah. So. Or... Yeah, the, something. The drying. Maybe there's like a curtain rod that yeah. kind of like uh, gets knocked over or something. Yeah. And it's like. Spooky. Ah, yeah. So yeah, check that out, I guess. Yeah. Sounds good. You want to redo it? <laughs> no. No. That's good. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, we're back. This is Content Academy. And we've decided to name our new pet that we have in the studio. So he is a fly and he has grown in size. He's kind of the size of a small dog now. It's approximately two feet long. Yeah. Um, and he's kind of cute, I guess. But I mean, he still has a, I mean, he's got a really long proboscis. The segment is, uh, segmented eyes are also kind of a turn off. Yeah. He's uh, cute in the way that, like, raccoons are cute when they rub their hands together. And yeah. he does rub his... His little hands. Because that's what flies do. Like, he's doing they, it like, right spit now. on stuff. I don't know. Well, they yeah. sit on poop, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. They taste with their feet. Really? Yeah. I wonder yeah, how our carpet yeah. tastes. He yeah. loves it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird. We have a carpeted copy room. Well, it's just uh, that gross, like, office carpet. Honestly, So yeah. it's perfect for a bruiser. Yeah. So we decided to call him bruiser. Yeah. He's a little bruiser. So, yeah. <laughs> I think he and Chandler will probably be best of friends. I hope they're so. they're both kind of, like... Uh, they kind of op occupy that same niche of yeah. like, things that shouldn't exist, probably. <laughs> yeah. Abomination. But do. Yeah. But yeah. do. Yeah. So, I do have one um, message we got from Twitter. Uh, oh, the mailbag. Yeah. So... I've kind of printed it out here. If you want to read that, Georgia. Oh, oh I was reading this stuff. There you go. It's from Anonymous. This is a long Twitter. They extended it. Okay. It's twit longer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank okay. you, Josh. All right. <clears throat> Dear Content Academy, there are so many cryptids in West Virginia. They're literally everywhere. I can't go to the supermarket with us and set <laughs> sheep squash... <laughs> Buying all of the whole grain bread. 
<laughs> of course, the mountain octopus works there at the checkout counter, so he sides with the sheep every time I complain about him buying up all the stock. <laughs> you can't walk past any street corner without seeing the apple devil, the woodland crooner, and the Uctena, Uctena panhandling as a jug band. <laughs> I kind of want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> They're probably really good. Uctena, yeah. Uctena. Every... At every dog park, you see beastmen and devil dogs playing a pickup game of flag football. The city of Fairmont employs Mothman as a crossing guard when the power goes out downtown for crying out loud. He's got that high visibility vest on like he doesn't already have glowing red eyes. (laughs) I can really sense that our friend here is really kind of pissed off. Yeah. I drive to Cedar... He's maybe a little xenophobic. Oh, honestly, yeah. Honestly, a I'm lot. getting a lot of xenophobic yeah, yeah, from this. Yeah, exactly. I drive to Cedar Grove every morning for work and see fairies and gnomes smoking Acapulco gold under every overpass. <laughs> I can't use the freeways <laughs> of my community center because it uses the same locker room as the pool. No, well, wait, there's nothing weird about that, though. <laughs> I mean, that's... Maybe just try a private gym. <laughs> buddy (laughs) my local bowling alley has league games every wednesday night and of course this wouldn't be a problem if it weren't for the team of shadow people that always dominate i have nothing against shadow people but throwing rocks i don't think you can call them that anymore (laughs) (laughs) well he says he doesn't have anything against them well i guess Throwing rocks is significantly less fun when one team can't phase through the eternal void and into the arc world. Nick is thinking of something else. Every high flush or tripled four. I think we need to talk to Chandler about like void stuff. These shadow people sound awesome. Yeah. I don't know. Slank and Wendigo just got part-time gigs at the family video I manage. And they're good guys. They really are. But every time Wendy goes on a lunch break, I have to remind him that eating our paying customers and rewards card members is not acceptable <laughs> at least slank just eats carrots he really believes in this is parentheses he really believes in my new organizing methods too why would you put movies that have titles starting with the in the t-section 40 percent of our star thank you would quickly become the t-section thank i guess he you. has a point yeah i'm glad slank agrees What's a with slank? it's a it's like a bunny man oh, oh that, that's okay. he likes carrots yeah oh, okay yeah. I figured. Yeah. Uh, all of this I can handle to an extent. Just cryptids <clears throat> trying to get by, right? Just like the rest of us. But I went to visit my mother last week, and she introduced me to her new boyfriend, Vegetable Man. Oh, boy. We had a short and awkward conversation while my mother went to go make coffee, and I just couldn't get over Vegetable Man's seven-foot-tall stature and oscillating eye color. Do you think maybe he's like the Jolly Green Giant? No, um... I'm picturing vegetable like man. one of those weird paintings that it's like a human face but made out of vegetables. Oh, that's unsettling. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. Like, that's unsettling, whereas Jolly Green Giant is like, yeah, you know, a snack. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of hot in a weird yeah, way. In a weird way. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Weird leaf tunic. Weird leaf tunic. <laughs> like, yeah. We held a short and awkward conversation. Okay. Got that. Da da da. Uh, seven foot stature, oscillating eye color. He asked me if I could grab the almond milk if we had any. Like, he didn't have long, reed-like green plant arms and (laughs) suction cup fingers. That is unsettling. I excused myself to the restroom and saw several framed pictures of my mother and vegetable man at various family gatherings. That veggie bastard had my Uncle Teddy in a silly necklock at last month's VA meeting. 
Of course, the fucker would love any <laughs> successful form of socialism in this country. Okay, <laughs> okay. that got political real fast. <laughs> real fast. I came back from the restroom to see that vegetable man had my mother in a deep trance, his yellow eyes rippling with blue circles. Ugh. That's like Scooby-Doo. <laughs> yeah. Right yeah. Uh, it was only when he looked at me that I understood he communicates completely telepathically, which makes sense considering he doesn't have a mouth. He was telling me to sit down and enjoy the light afternoon snacks that he prepared. Nutrient-rich topsoil. <laughs> I instead grabbed a few sticks of celery from the fridge, making eye contact as I ripped pieces off of my teeth <laughs> and chewed loudly. He communicated to me that it's okay if I feel awkward about him seeing my mother, and I don't have to call him dad if I don't want to. <laughs> I loudly proclaimed that I had to go pull some invasive weeds that had appeared in my flower garden before placing my fingers on my forehead and loudly thinking so... Thinking it so that he wouldn't, that he would get the picture. Hmm. When I opened my car door in the driveway, I nicked the side of his UFO, but didn't even bother to leave a note. <laughs> Wait, he hope, drives a UFO. I guess. <laughs> Let's hope he has really good insurance. And that was it. Wow. Well, we know. sure have some funky listeners. <laughs> that huh? wasn't really even a question. That was, that like was more a of a statement. comment. That Stream was... of consciousness whining. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hmm. very xenophobic, like you said. Yeah. Um, assuming that because someone is a plant, they would like socialism. Whatever. Yeah. So, um, much like that guy's UFO is completely circular and doesn't have corners, <laughs> there is a corner in this show. Oh. And oh. it is Josh's. Oh. Give me the theme song. <laughs> Play in Chandler. <laughs> he actually was. He actually got that one. Yeah, pretty, he was fast yeah, on yeah. that yeah. one. Okay, so kind of a long one this week. Okay. Um, once again, you know the deal. Yada yada. Raise your hand. Yada yada. Okay. Acknowledge the question. Um. So yes, Alex. Now it sounds like you're gonna be a little looser on the rules this time. Are you gonna? Yeah, be a more I'm. Lax? I'm being a little more lax. Okay. Um, we'll see how it goes. I feel like it's kind of a lost cause at this point. You guys just do whatever the fuck you want. Anyway. So, as we all know, there's been a bit of a toilet paper shortage recently. Yeah. Um, what with the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, people don't really seem to realize that, you know, the pandemic isn't really affecting the production of toilet paper at all. Mm. They are just stocking up. Wait, are you sure? Well, it's not like a hurricane is like destroying all the toilet paper factories. Yeah, you've got a point there. Like maybe people will stay home a little bit, but uh-huh. they'll still nothing will nothing is stopping them from making more toilet paper that's next true. week. Yeah, that's true. In most yeah. of the country, so people are going to have. My point is, people are going to have probably a year or two's worth <laughs> of toilet paper. Uh huh. Which is great for the toilet paper companies right now in the short mm-hmm. term. Yeah. But um, then the whole next year or mm-hmm. more, they're going to have less sales because people are already stocked. That's true. Didn't really think about that. Yeah, neither did, I think, most people. <laughs> That's where I am ahead. Okay. So my idea last week was to... Um, go to the toilet paper companies with a few ideas that I had. Okay. But before I could do that, I need to, um, so 
these ideas, I need to kind of, they involve partnerships. Okay, So sure, before sure. I can go to the toilet paper companies, I need to lock down these licensing agreements, partnerships. Okay, okay. So my first step was, of course, to go to Bruno Mars. Okay. Um, I think he's Sony. Yeah. He's Sony BMG. Uh-huh. Um, so I had a, a sit down with Bruno, and so I... I Came into the meeting. Uh, we exchanged pleasantries, of course. Uh, yeah. Um, I was lucky to get a slot with him. He is very busy. Well, you are on a first name basis with him. Yeah, Bruno I Mars. <laughs> he could be a listener. Yeah. Um, so I go into the meeting and I have my equipment with me. Um, I pull out a chair and so I kind of um, demonstrate sitting down on the chair like I'm sitting on a toilet. I don't pull my pants down, of course. Okay. But I have my little um, toilet paper roll holder mm-hmm. beside the chair with um, uh, my um, prototype roll okay. of toilet paper on the on the holder. Okay. And then, um, so I pretend that I'm finishing up and I start rolling the toilet paper. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And as soon as you start rolling the roll, you hear... Okay. Yeah, and that was my whole idea uh-huh. was toilet paper that plays a song okay. when you start rolling it huh. and um bruno didn't really he liked that part <laughs> he didn't really like the part that um i wanted the song to be instead of uptown funk to, uh, for it to be called crap town funk <laughs> mm, i could i could understand that yeah yeah that was the part where he started getting really really mad <laughs> oh no huh. um huh. but yeah he i don't I, we didn't really leave on the best of terms yeah after that you'll um, probably hear from him I'll, i might hear from him yeah. yeah um but after that i had a meeting with um i wasn't able to get with charlie poof oh really um but my plan That's was kind of weird <laughs> considering well it would have been the first time but yeah i thought i'd try anyway yeah. you know? um i know he used to be a listener he used to be a listener how could he not he still is we the only charlie poof based podcast <laughs> But my idea was a roll of toilet paper that when you start um, unrolling it, uh-huh. it would play, um, I warned myself. Okay. All but right. instead of I warned myself, it would say, I wiped myself. <laughs> <laughs> and how did he like that? Well, I didn't get the meeting. Yeah. But huh. it was kind of a long shot anyway. He's a busy guy. Yeah. I mean, he's been, he's completely scrapped his album and now he's working on a new one. Who knows so. what he's doing? shaving yeah. his head and working out at the very least probably yeah yeah huh. so i don't know if the musical toilet paper rolls will work out I, I was also thinking of like um toilet paper rolls with uh weighted cardboard rolls so that you can throw them farther for tping people's houses oh okay see i like that that seems like a good idea i also thought you could have <laughs> toilet paper rolls where um it has wi-fi connectivity oh and it counts how many um squares you've mm-hmm. yeah. torn off yeah and it sends an alert to your uh feed uh-huh. whenever you're running low <laughs> it's, and it's like also smart toilet paper. smart toilet yeah. and it's also a subscription service okay right so if you Alexa. run out yeah yeah but it's not delivered by drones it's yeah. just the toilet paper rolls to up to your house <laughs> but by the time it gets to you that's good that's cool it won't have anything on it 
No, it'll stay there. Oh, it's not unrolling. Yeah, it's not unrolling. Oh, yeah, yeah, it'll roll. The- oh, well, like words. those commercials like where the spaghetti the, can. The like exactly. Chef Boyardee. Yeah, like the Chef Boyardee commercial. Yeah. That was my inspiration. Yeah. And it could also tweet every day, like, I used 20 squares of toilet paper just <laughs> yeah. now. <laughs> it could be a Wi Fi hotspot. Yeah, you it's can do wi- several different things yeah. for it. You can with take it. it with you. Yeah. If you, like, aren't yeah. uncomfortable using public toilet paper yeah you can take it with you that's good yeah yeah um so yeah the bottom line was like these toilet paper companies have to do something there needs to be a reason i mean three months down the line to buy new toilet exactly or they could just start adding expiration dates on toilet paper oh that'll freak people out yeah there you go then you have all this expired toilet paper can't use it can't use it. It's not even good for toilet paper. Yeah. What are you gonna do? <laughs> you could use it. I mean, you could use it to blow your nose, I guess. If it's expired anyway, you're just gonna throw it away. It's like too thin to do that, though. Really. Yeah. You gotta double it up. Yeah, yeah if you double it up, or you triple could it do up. that, or mm-hmm. triple it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So did you get any deals? No, well, not yet. Waiting, right. Yeah, I haven't heard back from Bruno yet. Um, he's kind of in a weird spot where he's like between album cycles right now yeah too. doing something yeah yeah he's, so he's probably one of the masked that. singers probably i didn't think about that before but he could be did you hear that sarah, sarah palin was one of the masked I singers saw that. yeah uh-huh. yeah unfortunately yes i did hear uh, it well. <laughs> so well, that's it for this very long edition of cool. joshie's corner i like it um before we uh end the episode george i saw you were talking to your agent earlier uh is there something you want to uh well i mean it's kind of been hard getting a hold of diane lately because of you know coronavirus and she's got like multiple irons in the fire she assures me so i'm sure she's really busy yeah she's she's probably really busy busy right now yeah 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 she keeps telling me to buy stock and toilet paper oh so i'm like i already have a guy for that so now, how would she know that? I'm trying not to ask about yeah. it, to be honest. So uh, we should probably bleep out her name because oh, yeah. I what you might what you just revealed might be harmful to her. Yeah, she might be hearing from the SEC pretty soon. Yeah, Securities <laughs> and Exchange Commission. Yeah, yeah, I mean, how is she? How does she know if there's like a toilet paper thing going on? Well, it's called insider trading. Yeah, okay, yeah. That's kind of what I was getting at. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> not to put too fine a point on it. But yeah. <laughs> that, that's we can go there if you yeah, want yeah, to. Yeah. yeah. No, I think she knows what it is. <laughs> well, I, yeah. <laughs> but uh, she yeah. told me it was okay. So, But okay. I'm like, you know, no, it's fine. I already have, you know. Got guy. another guy. I have a guy, yeah. so yeah. for that. All right, well, that's it for this week. Uh, Zach may possibly be battling a Groot slang. eldritch abomination right now yeah. in South Mistake Africa. Mistake of the gods, so just you, stay away from those wonder holes, Do you buddy. think Groot slang has anything to do with the pandemic? Um, well, or the, is it the gods' attempt to eradicate Groot slang? It could be, and <laughs> yeah. like maybe he was, you know, um, immune to it, but... Yeah. This is their attempt to fix their mistake. And yeah. do you think, how do you think it's going to work? Well, it's, like we talked about, it's probably going to end in It's only going to power battle. up Death Worm. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, that is gonna get it get, get so like a death any, worm power any, up. Anything that 
combats Groot's Lang will inevitably power up Death Worm. Yeah. And vice versa. He's the food chain dominator. Yeah. Yeah. So. He evens out. Yeah, the food chain. whenever one Groot's Lang is becoming too powerful, a death, a death. <laughs> he wakes will up appear. from his hibernation. <laughs> yeah, we're in, usually in June or July. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.